listeners, it's Claire here, and I'm excited to share one of our favorite small businesses with you, New Tradition Crafts. You may remember that we have all loved their Christmas ornament set and use it um, as an advent calendar during the Christmas season. Well, now they have a Lessons from Holy Week set that is perfect for families to use leading up to Easter. This set includes story scenes from Christ's life, as well as a book with discussion prompts and scriptures to spark conversations in the eight days leading up to Easter. My favorite thing about New Tradition Crafts is how their products just simplify the process of creating holiday traditions for my kids. You can get 20% off anything on their site by using the code HOPCULTURE, all one word, at checkout. Hey everybody, this is HOPCULTURE. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey. Hi. You're listening to Hop Culture. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you're new around here, we are the Hopkins sisters, and um, typically we have like a cohesive theme that we kind of base our episodes around. Um, And my name is Claire. I'm typically the one that does the scripts and I come up with the topic for the week. This week was a little different because I told everyone to just be ready for a surprise. And so no one knows what we're talking about but me tonight. So it should be an interesting should be a bumpy ride. (laughs) So buckle in. No, I'm just kidding. Um, So my concept for the episode tonight. So if you've listened to the last few episodes, I've mentioned that we've been having some like renovations done on the house. Um, Not really renovations, more just like some work done. That makes it sound really fancy. Like we've been You redid your kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was just nothing like that. Um, But we had to pack a bunch of stuff away so that dust didn't get on everything while they were uh, replacing windows and stuff. And so while we this is going on, we stayed at Grace's house. She was so kind to let us stay with her. And it was kind of nice to pack stuff away because – Naturally, it sort of forced me to like go through things and get rid of some stuff. Um, but it was less stressful than like a move, you know? So it's sort of like the best of both worlds. Um, and while I was packing up books, I came across this book that I had forgotten I owned. It's called The Book of Questions and it's by Gregory Stock, PhD. And I think I bought this for Dave. I looked on my Amazon. I bought it in 2015, so like eight years ago, and I think I maybe bought it for like Christmas or an anniversary. I think I was looking for like, I'm not sure what possessed me to buy this, honestly. I think I was just like, oh, this would be fun, like conversation starters, you know, for us to like talk about. So I brought it with me over to Grace's house because I had... I didn't I, know you brought it. <laughs> no, I never brought it. I never got it out. <laughs> I brought like a couple family building <laughs> activities that I we did. didn't get around to. <laughs> I brought some games. I brought some... Pu- we did do the puzzle. 
And we yeah. played that one game. I did. I brought, I had this idea almost like we were camping or something where I was like, oh, bring some little like entertainments we can do as a group. Not all of them. Yeah, we're completed. But I had, I fully intended to get rid of this after <laughs> the week, but I was like, well, I'll bring it to Grace's. Maybe it'll start some like stimulating conversation around the dinner table. So as I was flipping through it though, you guys, some of these questions are actually quite disturbing and just like a little too intense. Um, I'm Can not even going to read. Yeah, I'll give some examples. I've marked quite a few. I'm not going to even close to talk about some of the most disturbing ones. Wait, can you do it off the air? Yeah, uh, Off air. At the end air? of, yeah, at the end, all happily. But a lot of them are just like too sad and dark for the pod. These are a few that I just thought were sort of like hilariously dark. Here's one. If you could anonymously and safely destroy any one person's reputation online through various postings, would you? If so, who and why? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I absolutely well, yes. would. Oh my <laughs> yeah, no no need to think about what well, I don't know who. It would be hard to narrow it down. Yeah. But I wouldn't have any qualms about doing that. If it was someone that you truly knew I wouldn't do it if it was someone I just like was annoyed by. If it was someone that you knew was doing something like actually like morally wrong, is that who it would have to be or someone you just don't like? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the yeah, basis for morally wrong would be for Yeah, me. that's true. Okay, wow. They would have had to like deeply wrong to me, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know that but I, I, I would do I would that. love – I would I, – I the problem is, revenge. Uh, what if you got a, <laughs> once you got a taste for it, though, it would be hard to never get to do it again. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, well, so I wasn't even planning on discussing this one. <laughs> let's let's move on to some yeah, of the other. These ready. are some we're, of the other dark ones. On a typical Sunday, ten thousand people visit the Louvre in Paris. If a wicked sorcerer threatened to vaporize <laughs> all the museum's visitors or all of its art, sparing one or the other based on your plea, which would you save? Assume that the sorcerer will obliterate both the people and the art if you don't choose. Oh, why, why does it have to be a wicked? <laughs> I like the wicked sorcerer. Mm-hmm. That's I think it seems a little bit twist. more hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about this? If you could travel into the future but not return, would you? What if you could take along a few companions? If you had to make the trip, how far forward would you go? Well, the last part doesn't make any sense. <laughs> if you had to make the trip, how far forward? forward would you go one second that's like <laughs> they didn't put any parameters <laughs> that's true uh why would anyone want to go to the future it's only going to get worse yeah i don't know that to me i put this is one of the, the okay speaking of that there were a few that were um it was kind of a little <sighs> tragic that it's eight years later because a lot of them were like if there was a robot uh, oh, this one says, if intelligent life, if evidence of intelligent life elsewhere in the universe were discovered, would it alter your core beliefs or sense of self? Uh, too late. Just happened. No one seems to care. Or there was one that was like, there was one that was like, uh, if there's, oh, how would you react if you learned that a sad and beautiful poem that touched you deeply had been written by a computer? I'm like, well, we have AI now, so all of our yeah, that will be. All the time. So a lot of them were like a little sad because I was like, this did happen. Exactly. So those are just like the funny, strange ones. Um, I'm not going to read the actual. 
actually actual dark ones, but a lot of these I thought were actually uh, kind of fun. And we did a Would You Rather episode like a long time ago. And so this is going to be like a round two. It's not purely would you rather questions, but you know, hypothetical situations. But I'm posing these to everybody with no preparation. So we're just going to kind of see what comes out. Some of it might be, you know, ethically ambiguous. Some might have to be edited out later. So um, let's start with this one. Would you accept $20,000 to shave your head and continue your normal activities without a hat or wig until your hair grew back? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I absolutely would. No question. Oh, I was, <laughs> was going to say I don't think so. Really? <laughs> that's bougie Grace talking. Yeah, that's well, bougie my- Grace talking. The yeah. rest of us are like not even a question. Okay, <laughs> no here's question. the second part. What is the minimum price you'd take for this? $2,000. I was going to say that exact number. $2,000? <laughs> yeah. And your hair's your crowning beauty. It'll grow back. I Wait, it can true. grow back in this scenario, right? Yeah, I think it's I just think so. It says your until normal. your hair grew back. Oh, yeah. 2000 Uh I think it would be maybe like 8000 for me. I think I'd do it for like fifty grand. Wow. This is really just like a up-close and personal examination <laughs> of our financial stability. So true. Okay. If you want a housekeeping robot that could do every household task from picking up your clothes to shopping for food and cooking dinner, what would you still want to do yourself? None. I don't want to do any of it. Just cooking dinner. Yeah, I was going to say cooking, I think, some things when the the mood strikes. Yeah. Sure. According to my whims. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those questions of like... It's kind of the age old thing of like, if you won, you know, the lottery and you didn't have to work, would you still like not work? Because it's like, would it ruin your character as a person or would you become like out of touch, you know? Mm. Um, But I feel like household tasks are just not gratifying in the way that like a career is, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't shape you as a person. (laughs) That's the whole like, not clean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would maybe do some things like for my kids so they remember their mom like doing stuff for them, you know, and maybe cook. But I mean, I just signed up for a Walmart Plus last night, so I'm on my way to like streamlining (laughs) as much as I possibly can already. I think about all the time, I'm always thinking about when will they make a robot to do this? Every mm-hmm. household task I do, mm-hmm. I would yeah, not I'm do like, anything I can't, myself. I can't wait to be rich enough to hire all of this out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you have one of your fingers removed surgically if it somehow guaranteed your immunity from all major diseases? Yeah. 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 That seems like a kind of a no-brainer to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I absolutely would. Here's the question. What finger? Any. I mean, I... I'd love to have the choice, but like, even if I didn't have the choice, I would say yes, pick any. Mm-hmm. Thumb I like I could would do be without hard. the ring finger. Oh, yeah. I was going to say ring or pinky mm-hmm. or middle. Pinkies are handy. Pinkies. 
But maybe it's just because they're on the end, and if you didn't have it on the end, then you're right. Yeah, I think they're pretty critical for, like, gripping. I don't know. Now I'm... Yeah, they're... You're right. Ring finger? Yeah, me too. Ring or middle. Mm -hmm. How about... Technology has become a part of us. Would you rather use the use of all motorized vehicles, all telecommunication devices and computers, or one of your hands? Can you read it again? (laughs) Yes. Technology has become a part of us. Would you rather lose the use of all motorized vehicles, all telecommunication devices and computers, or one of your hands? In this scenario, is everyone losing... Like, if I pick one of the first two, is it just me that it's loses access it's to cars? You, or is I it think. the world? Oh, I'd lose a hand then. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I guess. That would be so hard. Though. I want, I kind of like want to lose telecommunication. And just could other people handle those things for me? Yeah, I mean, think about the reality. I think living without a hand would be extremely hard. Mm-hmm. Well, it would, but like not being able to call or text or go on the internet, you can't function in normal society. I guess that'd be at sad. All. Like you couldn't be a part of our family group text. Yeah, and- exactly. That's true. You couldn't be like involved in your kid's school. Like you couldn't. You couldn't Touché. have like a job. Well, I don't know. Some people like Dave needs his hands for his job. He doesn't really need telecommunication devices. So I think that they. Like he I need to he needs computerized devices. You could find <laughs> yeah. another job without with one hand. That's true. Look, good luck finding a job that doesn't require you to use a phone or computer ever. That's very true. <laughs> okay, if without being detected, you could spy electronically for the next month and watch anyone, anywhere, anytime, like a fly on a wall, would you? If so, who would you watch and how closely? If not, why not? I absolutely I would. would. So nosy. <laughs> I, I know. I have that. to think who I'm most curious about. Oh Someone yeah, did I it ask don't who? Like, I wouldn't. I don't want to know. I just think it's just not. It's just like chilling and horrible to be like spying on someone. That is so unlike what? you, Claire. Yeah, I know. You I'm wouldn't want to spy on like an influencer. That is unlike Claire. I don't want to be able to see them anytime, anywhere. I don't want to see them like. Doing something embarrassing, incriminating. It would just but give me secondhand like embarrassment. Their house? That would make Claire really <sighs> like embarrassed. Like a day in their life. Yeah. She would hate it. If, maybe if I could spy on them in public settings because... Sure. I don't know. Some things just aren't meant for us, you know? I respect. I have respect, even though I'm nosy. I have boundaries. The problem is you'll, you'll see or hear things you don't want to and it'll shake your faith in humanity and it'll make you depressed. <laughs> yeah, I never That's meet your true. heroes. <laughs> treat heroes the influencers. <laughs> I didn't say I do influencers necessarily. Um, I think I might, though, if it were like a personal gain thing, like, you know, you could spy on somebody who's got insider information on something where you would like make money. Ooh, I yeah. Guess, then yes. Yeah. And I just do it during working hours. Or if you could do it like for the betterment of humanity, like, you know, some kind oh, of yeah. world leader or, or something. <laughs> you know, or like, what if there's just something you're dying to know the tea about that's true I don't, I don't who would you spy on Anne? you seem I don't you know. were quick to jump to say yes. i just think that i would it would come in handy i don't have anyone off the top of my head but i if i had time to think about it i for sure would do it yeah 
Okay. I wouldn't constantly spy on people. I would just, like, if I was like, I wonder what, you know. It's just one person, right? I think it's, it's not just like one a superpower. It didn't say, but I think, I I kind of figured it was one, you had to oh, pick one person. one person? It doesn't say. It, it just says you can spy on anyone, anyone anywhere, anytime, anywhere. anywhere. So I guess that's true. Oh, then absolutely not. Because the problem is once you have the power, <laughs> then you think, did they lie to me about that? Mm-hmm. And then you spy, but then you see them like saying something mean about you, or you know, you, I don't. You, I would like, never. And then like, me and I'd get don't yeah, yeah. And then you get like really sad, mm-hmm. and you can't control yourself because it's like you have the power to know, and that is the exactly that is the one power that people cannot stop themselves from using. That's true. Yeah, I would never. Like I always think about that in Harry Potter, the invisibility cloak. Like I would never want to eavesdrop on like someone I know, Such a burden. No, like talking no. about me or anything like that. I don't want to know. If you want to talk about me behind my back, that's fine. Yeah, I just don't want to know about it. So exactly. I, yeah. I actually think I would have the self control not to do it. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd have the self. Well, because I don't like I actively like don't want to even as yeah. I'm thinking about it. I'm I like, wouldn't. Ooh, I would never want to control. But I also would lack the self-control too. Yeah, like if I'm like, I know they're talking about me. I just wouldn't be able to help myself. <laughs> who are all these people who, that are talking, about you, yeah, talking about you, Grace? People are always talking about me. I know I'm like, I, as I'm realizing that too. Like, oh, they're hanging out without me. I'm like, who? <laughs> who am I supposed to be included with? <laughs> but then in my paranoia... I would see they're not talking about me at all, and then that would be devastating. Yeah. And- it's like when you lose your phone and you're like, oh my gosh, I've lost my phone. I'm going to be like, people are going to no need messages. to reach me. <laughs> no messages. We're overthinking this so hard. <laughs> It'd just be nice to have the ability. So I think I'd say yes to the power and just keep it in my back pocket. Okay, here's kind of an ethical one. Well, these are all ethical, I guess, but here's more of a practical one or just a, you know, lie detector. When you recount something that has happened to you, do you typically exaggerate and embellish? If so, why? No, but I definitely will make up details if it will make the story go faster. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, like if it's like on last Sunday, I was talking with, you know, so-and-so's brother-in-law's cousin and i might just say like my friend even though they're, mm-hmm. we're not friends or you know like things like that okay yeah i actually do yes. that too that's sometimes. a skill that's a skill of storytelling because people are not interested in every mm-hmm. little detail. yes that is so true yeah and sometimes if it's like not critical to the story or it's like information that they don't need to know like why not just kind of yeah yeah mosey things i feel along. like if you haven't made the story more like interesting or like shocking or funny by doing it, then it's not bad. Mm -hmm. Because like, you didn't benefit, you're not like lying for benefit. You're just not being, I mean, I'm a pretty bad storyteller as it is. So I need all the help I can get. I don't think you're a bad storyteller. (laughs) I've sat at your feet as you've woven a tale many times and enjoyed every second. Because she's making stuff up the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) She's embellishing. I feel like you can always tell, like, if you get to know an embellisher, we all have them in our lives, yeah. and you know that they're an embellisher, mm-hmm. and you don't trust any of their stories, and it's still fun to, like, hear their stories, and kind of, like, funny, because you, you're you like, I don't think that happened, but I just don't want to be one of those people where everyone is like, 
nothing she yeah, says. Yeah, you can always yeah. tell uh-huh. trust it. <laughs> yeah. I don't embellish, but I might like – I do hyperbole trying to be comical, you know? But sometimes I have had people be like, wait, you literally had to walk 10 miles? And I'm like, no, I was just saying like I parked really far away, you know? Like, so (laughs) I have felt guilty at times when people have been like, like, oh, really? And I'm like, oh, no, I was just trying to be funny. But um, (laughs) it's not intentional, but I will, yeah, I will use hyperbole, you know, just for like comical effect. And then I like how it says why. It's like, um, insecurity, attention. (laughs) Why else? Okay, here's one. You're raising money for a charity and someone agrees to make a large contribution if you perform a loan in front of a thousand people at an upcoming fundraiser. Would you agree? If so, how big a donation, if any, would you require and what sort of act would you perform? Oh, definitely. I would do it. Mm-hmm. 200 bucks? <laughs> I was going to say, it wouldn't be much for me. <laughs> I'm always looking for a mic. The attention alone would be enough. <laughs> yeah, I. it would not take a lot <laughs> I would pay to do that. <laughs> yeah, how, how big of an audience am I getting? <laughs> it's, uh, it's just as large. Oh, no, a thousand people. Never mind. Um, I mean, a thousand people is scary in all seriousness. So, but I can perform anything. Yeah, what would you perform? You have to say what you'd perform. Well, what would be entertaining for the masses? That's true. <laughs> what do they want? I'd like to see Anne do like a little stand up. I was actually going to say, someone has to do stand up. Oh my God. I would love to try out a stand up routine. Oh, horrible. <laughs> Can you imagine? Because the thing with stand up is like, if you're just singing or something, people will applaud at the appropriate time, mm-hmm. even if it's tepid. But like, they can't fake a laugh. Uh huh. Yeah. So, it could go bad. Oh, it can go really bad. It's so if bad. Your first time, like, I feel like. Good stand up is honed over like dozens. Yeah, it really shows. takes so a lot just of, walk of work. But I would, I'd time. love for my first time trying it to be in front of that big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be just intoxicating. Get a, get a big test. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be a large sample size, so it actually yeah. would be good for like data purposes. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd probably sing. That's pretty simple. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh! I- <laughs> just because I like I to sing on the pod. S- um, no, in all seriousness, I don't know what I would do. I would do the piano. I'd probably just do the piano. Yeah, it'd be the easiest thing. I'm not that thing. good anymore. But we but could put something together, you yeah. know. Yeah. Decent. Like, I could I could keep from falling on my face. Do I have to perform alone? Yeah, I said alone. Oh, dang. I was going to say Grace yeah. and I could do our... Yeah, perform alone. Night. <laughs> Actually, oh, night. Night. wasn't that... We were just talking about that. Was it Pachelbel's Canon or Oh, Holy Night that was on your... Keyboard. It was a holy night, but then we were talking about Pachelbel's Canon too, because we had a couple of piano duets when we were growing, when we were like teenagers. That we would just we kept having to perform for some reason. Uh-huh. And I think it was like first me and Grace, and it was Grace and Anne. Yeah. The same pieces. But those are two crowd pleasers. If you want to bring yeah. the house down, yeah, those are two easy songs. Like if you need to fill fill some time in like the Christmas sacrament meeting. Yeah. yeah. They're like, they'll do that oh holy night. Someone someone can do it. They know that forwards and backwards yeah. at this point. So true. Cause I saw it and I was like, whoa, it's like blast from the past. Um okay, I would probably I'm really stuck on this. I'm like, I will decide what I would perform because it's fun to think about. The sad thing is I just don't know. Yeah, probably piano, but 
it'd be fun to like do something different. You know? I think I really would do stand up. I would love now that you've put it in my yeah, head. Yeah, I would love <laughs> to see your stand up set in all seriousness. Mm-hmm. What would you do, Tess? I'd probably sing. You'd sing. That's an easy yeah, question for you. She could sing well like and a folksy tune. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about I feel your like little... I could recite a poem or something. Cowboy <laughs> 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 I was trying to be genuine and then I could <laughs> That's true though. That's actually not a good that's a good idea because it's like Yeah. yeah I don't have a very good memory, anyway. but I don't <laughs> think you would sure have to like the thought of Anne for <laughs> A limerick or something? Like something Yeah, I didn't say funny. how long it had to be. That's yeah. actually not a bad idea. Okay, this is a good one. If you could live to the age of 100, having either the body or the mind of a 25-year-old for the rest of your life. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry, <start> over? <laughs> no, just <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Let me finish. Which would you prefer? What if you could keep your mind or body as only as it is now? <laughs> I don't get the last part. What if you could keep... Is it saying... I guess it's two different questions. So we'll do the first part. Right. So right now, if you could keep your body as it is or your mind as it is, which one would you choose? Hmm. Neither one is... I was going to say neither is in tip-top shape. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the mind, though. Probably the mind because I feel it slipping between my fingers as I I stand now at 34. Yeah. Truly. Like, I was thinking about my kids and, like, they no their minds are so like sharp they can learn they learn things, so things. yeah and like they have things they're just i don't know they're just so much smarter than i am like their their mental capacity is so much greater than mine <laughs> so i would probably rather keep the young mind i think mm-hmm. i think i'd keep the young body but think of having a young body and like not it would be hard. It'd be more fun to surprise people with a sharp mind yeah. than to like confuse people with like an adult mind in like a young person's I've body. I've met some pretty adult 25-year-olds <laughs> and still wanted to date them. So I'll <laughs> like, oh, be fine. Oh, man. What about you, Tess? It's a toughie because I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm 24. Yeah, exactly. So, so who knows what the next year will this hold? Is pr- this yeah. is playing going to play into if you have any fear of aging. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say, I would say, I'd say body. I think for the yeah. for the like, you know, even if my mind is going, at least I can get out and like get fresh air and go on you know that's true Grace well and I, can I just go on bike think, rides in our young bodies mm-hmm. and you and you and ann can just sit around yeah. the do house. sudoku <laughs> i i will be really good at feel sudoku, that my body is gonna age better than my mind so <laughs> that could be know. true I'm just more interested in preserving my mind. That's true. My mind is very cloudy. Well, and we've known lots of sharp older people, you know, so Mm -hmm. who's to say that it won't still be sharp at 100? It's hard to know. Okay. Um, Would you be willing to do something boring and unsatisfying, say cleaning toilets, for five years if you knew it would bring you contentment and inner peace for the rest of your life? If not, how long would you be willing to do it? 
I'd do it for I'm longer. So I spaced out. <laughs> oh no, Aunt mine is going already. So count me out of this one. <laughs> the next one. <laughs> I have trouble listening to. Okay, basically, would you do like a menial job for five years straight if it would bring you like contentment and joy for the rest of your life after? Oh, yeah. I love menial. I was going to say, I don't think that would be hard for me. Anne was just telling me that uh, her ideal job is something so boring on the computer that she can do in her bed. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. her ideal job. (laughs) That's like my job. (laughs) (laughs) I really like it. (laughs) If I could clean toilets and just listen to like podcasts and audiobooks uninterrupted, Mm -hmm. I don't have to take care of kids at the same time. I get yeah. paid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not I even do that. That's it's not, not even, even that question. like at the end of that you get money. You get joy peace and contentment yeah. for the rest right. of your life, which people never get. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of these are like Greg, Greg Stock PhD. He needs to get his priorities uh, straight. Someone needs to take that PhD back. I think he's living in like a cosmopolitan world where people would be like, no, I have to be fulfilled all the yeah. time. And I'm like, no, you're not out here on the streets with us normal people. <laughs> you were like, yeah, I would clean toilets if I could be promised joy. That would be, that's not even hard. <laughs> I actually don't mind cleaning. So, okay, this is another one that I feel like his cosmopolitan friends didn't think through. If you would be willing to become physically ugly, if it meant you could live for 100 or more years at your current physical age. Yeah, that's, I am... <laughs> Towing the line on that as it is. So, sure. (laughs) Even though, do I want to live for 100 more years? Is that too dark? That was my question. I don't know that I do. No, it said 100 years in your physical state. Yeah, but do I I want to live to be 134? Not really. Do all my loved ones live that long? Because once they go, I want to go. I don't, I don't, I think I would not choose that. Um, I think I'd choose it. But I'd. I won't, I won't finish the thought. I know, it's, like, it's oh, no. a little dark. Um, <laughs> it's dark all around, because I don't know that I want to live that long, and I also am like, hmm, I'm already not great. Uh, okay, this is an interesting one. Do you seek or avoid routines in your life? For instance, sleeping in the same part of your bed, ordering the same meals, returning to the same vacation spots. Why? It's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. I actually think I do kind of avoid routines, which is strange. I'm not sure why. Because I wouldn't say I'm like a spontane. I'm definitely not known for my spontaneity. But I have this pressure. It's I think it's more the feeling of like, there's so many options. I'm missing something if I don't try new things all the time. Mm-hmm. But I've been trying to, I've actually been trying to kind of force myself to like, do a lot of the same things because I think it's complicating my life too much to try to like always change things up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's frowned upon to go to the same vacation spot every every time, and like you're supposed to, yeah, try try everything you can and blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But it is. But then you also hear. I mean, if the summer I've turned pretty taught me anything. <laughs> It's not that, more about this. I know. I was talking about this show before <laughs> the podcast started. It's that like, you know, a beautiful childhood can be built on returning to the same mm-hmm. spot every summer. So I don't know why. It seems like there's two thoughts on that. But like, 
food is a great example. I'm always like, oh, I've got to like come up with a brand new meal plan every week with like, I've got to try a new recipe every week. And it's like, why, why not just make the things that my Mm -hmm. family actually likes like over and over, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I do think I just kind of, I feel this pressure to like find the best of the best in the world, you know, and keep trying stuff. And Mm -hmm. I don't know that it's serving me well. I am just so scattered. Uh, for example, this morning I was with Ann and Matt, uh, more on that later, but I was in Michigan ready to go. And then it took like a full half an hour after I had already said goodbye to everyone and Hazel cry because he was leaving. And then I dragged out because (laughs) as soon as I hugged everyone, I realized I didn't know where my keys were. And so it was like a whole half hour of me <laughs> rushing out to the car and searching and then coming back in and reporting that I hadn't found them. <laughs> Hazel was looking the out house. the window like, where's baby Gwen? And I was like, oh, she's actually in here. <laughs> she's, she's still here. <laughs> so anyway, I my mind is so scattered. I... I flip from idea to idea and so I don't I don't think I ever want like a rigid routine in like hobbies and projects and things that I'm doing you know like but I I do think that I need to I do avoid routine but I need to force myself to settle down a little bit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thrive on routine I only avoid them because I don't have the willpower to make them stick that's what I was going to say, too. That's true. Mm-hmm. I tend to do whatever is easiest. So there are some things that I return to again and again. And then there are some things that I can't bring myself to <laughs> make into a routine. So, <laughs> Okay, here's going to be our last question. Would you rather be happy but slow-witted and unimaginative or unhappy yet bright and creative? For example, would you choose the life of a tortured, brilliant artist like Vincent Van Gogh or of a happy, carefree, simple-minded soul? <laughs> Can I say that I literally was thinking about this question the other day, but it wasn't Vincent Van Gogh. It was Taylor Swift. <laughs> like, she'll never find, like, she'll never settle down. You know, like, mm-hmm. she's always searching for greatness and, like, she's always That's true. Hitting, the next best thing. next best thing. She can never mm-hmm. find the just, like, steady, true love, midnight rain. You know, like, I just was thinking about it. And I was like, would I want that? Because, like, people idolize her. I idolize her. I love her, but I don't know that I, I don't know. I feel like I would I'd rather be happy. And Currently, happy. I'm boring and unhappy, so <laughs> I think I'd like to be, be happy and simple-minded. Oh, I would so rather dark. be the tortured artist, I think. Really? Well, I don't necessarily an artist, but like, I think, I don't know. I think it's hard... <laughs> Are you guys laughing? I'm sorry. It's just like it's so obvious that you would pick that. <laughs> so funny. Because at least be better than everyone else. Word. Okay, fine. Yeah, maybe that's part of it. I just think it's hard to like appreciate what the world has to offer. 
you know, and I'm already not appreciating it. I already don't understand uh, the aliens, you know, like I don't understand what's going on a lot of the time. I feel like if you're happy, you would be appreciating <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the appreciating best thing that the world has things. to offer, which is yeah. like joy. That's true. I don't want to be Vincent Van Gogh, but like, it's hard to even appreciate like funny things if like you're slow with it, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I, yeah, it's true. But it's, yeah, it's like if you were slow with it, you wouldn't miss it because not. you'd be yeah. happy. They're just happy to be here. I was going to make the same joke as Anne, and so she she kind of stole my thunder. That you're so. boring and sad? Yeah, except I was I was going to say that I'm already bright and sad. <laughs> <laughs> you are bright and sad. <laughs> I'm a bit I of a Van Gogh. I have, like, the full <laughs> I'm spectrum I'm a bit of here. a Van Gogh. We do have the full spectrum. Tess is, like, um, I don't think any creative of us and are happy. Uh-huh. Claire's <laughs> creative and unhappy. I'm unhappy. <laughs> like, dim-witted. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Wait. No. Oh, no. I'm... Claire and Grace are the same one. None of us are <laughs> the same None one. None of us are dim-witted and happy. Well, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think I, think I mean, yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> any of us could be dimmed and happy. Unfortunately, only one of us is happy. <laughs> podcast weigh in. <laughs> Which of us, where do you place us on the scale of dimmed bright? Quadrant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're pretty solid. We know where we are on the scale of happy to, to take sad. To Instagram. We need to make a little Punnett square. <laughs> I don't want to know who's the saddest. Oh, my God. It's so sad. Oh, no. Oh, man. Okay, well, with that, um, let's wrap up. <laughs> Thank you guys for uh, indulging me. This was a bit thrill. This was a bit of a... This was fun. Of a wild card. Um, <laughs> off air, I'll share some of the darker <laughs> oh questions. We didn't oh, need them man. to get. Yeah, we already went dark, even with the surface level ones. Um, let's do some weekly wins. Uh, I have a huge win. Candles. Oh, yeah. I'm super into candles right now. That's it. Which one? Which candles do you own? Yeah. What, did you buy a Explain. bunch or what do you mean? Um, I have a few in the works, but <laughs> the I works. also, like I had some, them? yeah, I, I got it into my head to be really into candles while Tess was visiting Anne, which we'll explain in a, more on that later, <laughs> yeah. but, um, she had my car and so I was like, I'm gonna bike to Bath and Body Works. Oh my word. <laughs> you know the one by the freeway? And then I was, I was like, well... They're gonna. If I bought candles, they'd just be like clattering around. Yeah, they're breakable. Yeah. I couldn't figure out how to like pack them home, so I scrapped that idea. But anyway, super into candles. Can't wait to buy some more. Not my first time getting into candles. Won't be the last. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all go through candle phases. Mm-hmm. I yeah, like. I am really sorry that I took your car, Grace. Uh, I'm here. My weekly win is that I'm here in Cleveland. And I got to, I just got back today from visiting Anne and Matt in Michigan, which was so fun. Whenever I visit Anne, we always do a fancy lady outing where we like go to some <laughs> kind of like fancy shop or like a bakery um, or like a fun restaurant. I feel like 
Anne always just makes me feel so fancy and I leave inspired. And then I'm having tons of fun here in <laughs> Cleveland. Yeah, I'm just having the best time. But sadly, Grace <laughs> dropped out last minute from <laughs> our Michigan. Oh, I thought, you're, <laughs> I thought you were going to say sadly. I, I didn't know Grace. the oh. dates. Because oh. I thought you were leaving Saturday. Is it? Are you leaving Friday? I'm leaving Friday. I was confused by your text. Grace is really confused. <laughs> Poor Grace. <laughs> She's very confused this week. She dropped out last minute of our Michigan trip. She thought I was leaving <laughs> later than I, I was. I had more time. Claire was leaving later than she was. <laughs> There's, she's just been all confused. I mean, I haven't communicated well with her, to be fair. So it's not fully her fault, but I should have known. My weekly win is um, sort of like one of the sad ones where we try to spin a sad thing into a weekly win, but it's been great having Tess here. Um, You probably noticed from listening, I've got a little bit of a cold. You can't hide from, you can't hide a cold when you're a podcaster, you know, it's loud and clear for everyone to hear. So I'm trying some new natural remedies. Um, I'm in a new era. I've... my my um my philosophy with colds has always just kind of been like they're part of life just ride it out you know like you mm-hmm. there's not much you can do so i just kind of muscle through i try to be courteous to not give other people a cold you know i don't want to share my germs but like i'm not angry when i get sick i'm just kind of like this is life you know um but as i'm getting older it's it's the old the question of the aging body you know it's like i just feel like it's more annoying and this time i was like you know what i'm gonna become one of those people that tries to fight it i'm gonna fight and so i went to tiktok for advice on what to do (laughs) i found a great great, yeah i found a great tiktok i told dave i'm like that's all that's the only way i can ingest information now is like quick snips so (laughs) me some nyquil chicken Oh, I forgot about... <laughs> Remind me what that oh. is. Just chicken soaked, marinated in NyQuil. <gasps> Where did you see it? <laughs> oh, it was a TikTok thing, uh-huh, I think. Was it like a- oh, man. It was just like really dangerous. <laughs> so, <laughs> so foul. Scary. No, this was just a pediatrician, but she just... She seemed like she really knew what she was talking about. And so I was like, I'm going to do what she says. So I bought this throat spray, and then I've been just taking a lot of zinc and vitamin C. Which I remember, like, mom and dad were really into zinc back in Mm -hmm. the day. Mm -hmm. I can't say that it's helped, but the lozenges have torn my tongue to shreds. And so... (laughs) um, So you have something else bad to... Yeah, I also have that to show for it. But no, I I really would like to become someone who has, like... Oh, when I was growing up, my mom always gave me this when I was getting sick. You know, that's that's my goal. That's what I'm working towards. It's like... Mm -hmm really coming up with like a little routine when I start getting sick. I can swear by it. It might not really work, but it'll make me feel better. I love it. Claire's entering her witch doctor era. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> I'm actually shocked she hasn't already yeah, yeah. entered. It was era, a natural progression for her. <laughs> it really was. Her evidence, though, that this lady was trustworthy was that she was wearing a North Face jacket and walking outside she looked fit she looked healthy she was walking outside in the winter so i was like this is someone who walks outside year round you know like she's in good health i tend to not trust those people i know it was the classic you know it was a logical fallacy but i was just like 
she looks trustworthy, so I'm going with it. Okay, well, my weekly witness that Tess was here, and it was just so fun to see her and Gwen, and my girls loved Gwen. They were so sweet to Gwen. (laughs) Hazel was just loving Gwen and just kept trying to talk to her and, like, give her various toys and... She kept so anytime we would be away from them, like if we had to take separate cars somewhere, Hazel would be like, Where's baby Gwen? She's lost. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she's not lost. She's, she's just so in another car. We'll see her <laughs> too. So sweet. And then she was just heartbroken when I was like, Okay, it's time to say bye to baby Gwen. And she's just like, No. And just like melted down. She was so sad. She and was so sad. It was so hard to leave. Yeah, it was it was very sweet. But yeah, it was it's just nice to have nice to have a sister around. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. Bye.